Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.
Tonight, more startling revelations emerge in Sicilia Dapa-stashed million-dollar scandal. A special prosecutor discloses how the former sanitation minister allegedly used false names to conceal suspicious real estate transactions. We have exclusive details from court documents filed by the OSP that also reveals how bundles of cash and multiple currencies were concealed in wraps, polythene bags, clothes and 32 envelopes buried in a former minister's home. This is Top Story with Evans Mensa. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. The special prosecutor may have lost in his initial attempt to get the court to confirm the freezing of former sanitation minister Cecilia Dapa's bank account and the seizure of her property. Well, uh, tonight it has emerged the special prosecutor is back in court in force with the gloves now fully off, throwing everything at Madame Dapa. Exclusive court documents secured by Joy News Review more startling details in this stashed million dollar scandal with the special prosecutor disclosing how the former sanitation minister allegedly used false names to conceal suspicious real estate transactions the documents also disclose how bundles of cash in multiple currencies were concealed in wraps polythene bags clothes 32 envelopes and buried in a former sanitation minister's home. Uh, my colleague Elton Broby has been poring over that document and joins us on Zoom right now. Elton, uh, a lot to go through. Uh, let's start with one of the uh, key issues that we read about in this particular document, and it has to do um, with the real estate transactions that we're now learning about today. Right, Evan, so in the document filed, in court by the OSP motion that will be moved on the 18th of October. The OSP says that its criminal intelligence further suggested that the first respondent, that's the former Minister for Water and Sanitation, Madam Cecil Abnadapab, as the Minister of State, was engaged in an undisclosed and undeclared real estate business in which she obscured and concealed the transactions by employing the use of aliases to avoid the detection of the actual ownership of the business and properties was cleverly receiving the proceeds of the transaction in her bank accounts and investment as well Evans. and indeed the special prosecutor gives us a bit more detail it gives the court a bit more detail to justify this particular point that he makes and one of the details that he provides relates to the respondent that's uh, the madame Silada Paz selling of a Snit Boteman estate flat. And it says that flat was sold under the name Nana Ya Ude. Now, indeed, and I'm quoting the special prosecutor here, he says, indeed, Cecilia Dapa appended her signature on all relevant correspondence with the buyer under the name Nana Ya Ude. Concerning the payment, Madame Dapa through, uh, through her agent gave the buyer her bank account number. It was only at the point of payment at the bank that the agent of the first respondent, in this case, uh, Madame Siladapa, revealed to the buyer that the true identity of Nanaya Ude was the first respondent, and, and, and that's the uh, former sanitation minister, into whose account payment of the purchase price of 117,000 CDs was to be made 
and was effected. Now, the special prosecutor says a copy of the investigation statement of the buyer in question is attached. In other words, they have investigated this and spoken to the buyer who had given them further evidence, which they are placing before the court. They also marked uh, an, uh, an exhibit while the correspondence on the transaction signed by the first correspondent in the name of the Nayaude is attached and marked as well. So they also have documentation uh, on which they claim to have Siddhartha's signature, not signing as Siddhartha, but signing as the Nayaude in this particular instance. Now, they also go ahead to talk about there's also the transfer of an amount of 849000 into the first respondent's account as payment, as payment order uh, uh, for this Bortiman sales account. And this was on the 17th January 2018. They did an analysis of the statement in the in, in Citadel Bank account. And the OSP says it was highly suspicious. It was a highly suspicious transaction involving the name of the first respondent's deceased brother. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about that because I think we're also learning a bit more about the brother who we know is deceased. But as we're learning today, uh, monies were being moved from that account. But I think I'm interested in uh, what the OSP found in her house uh, when they sold the property. And, and yes, we're, we're, we're point 14. Yes, so if you want to look at point 14 of the OSP claims that is uh, before the court, according to the, the, the state, the, the court document, the car's monies were craftily concealed in wraps, polythene bags, clothes, 32 envelopes, and were buried and secreted in an obscure place in the residence with some labels and descriptions. Audiovisual recording of the search revealing the concealed sums of money are attached in sealed pen drive and marker as a bit OSP2. So I'm sure that uh, when the OSP moved this motion on the 18th of October, they will be doing so together with some exhibits that they are attached, including uh, video or audiovisual recording when the search was conducted in the home of Madame Dapa. And Elton, the OSP maintains that these amounts are tainted. Exactly. In fact, the OSP makes it clear that if you look at the circumstances under which the money was acquired, it raises question. He says that the OSP uh, initial issues regarding this matter was to ascertain the the money involved and also to check whether it came from legal sources. And from everything that they have done, it doesn't look like uh, there's not enough evidence actually backing this particular matter in question. And it goes on to make some claims here, Evans, if, if, if I should just go. It says, mm -hmm. there are no financial records and traces of origins of the money reportedly stolen from the residence of the respondent and the money discovered by the OSP at the said residence. Further, there is no evidence of the amount of money having been derived from any legitimate businesses, profession, or vocation, or no evidence of said amount having been lawfully declared and subjected to any statutory payment. During the search conducted in her presence, the first respondent that the former minister disavowed and claimed no knowledge of the presence of the said car sums in the residence. The conduct of the first respondent being a public officer heightened the suspicion of the authorized officers of the OSP that the car sum were tainted property. 
the statement goes to say that in her investigation, cautious statement to the OSB during the course of the interview on the 24th of July, 2023, the first respondent, that Madam Cesarapa, stated that an amount of 800,000 US dollars out of the cash sum reportedly stolen from their residence belonged to a deceased brother, one Nana Akwesiye son, the second. And there's an attached, uh, you know, exhibit that the OSB uh, is hoping to move alongside this uh, this motion on the 18th of October. And so subsequently on the 28th of July, in a further statement, but well, we're not really given to the OSB, the first respondent claimed that the amount of 590,000 US dollars concealed in a residence and discovered by the OSB was actually part of the 1 million US dollars the respondent had reported to the police as stolen from their premises. By this, the first respondent was suggesting that though the accused persons in the case and the cases provided the case in court, uh, in fact, the amount they allegedly stole in the dollar currency was actually 410,000 US dollars, and they've also attached these as well. Evans and, and the US comes to this conclusion because they now reproduce what Madame Sisladapa had told them during questioning. That the five hundred and ninety thousand yeah. dollars that was found in her home is part of the money that was originally stolen, that had been reported stolen to the police, and the OSB then does the maths and says, if that's the case, then the one million that we've been reporting for weeks now that had been stolen, it's not one million after all. It actually comes down to four hundred and ten thousand that is actually missing because, according to the on the record you know, investigative and, and interrogation responses, the former minister says $590,000 of the $1 million is still at home, and it's, it's part of the $1 million. That's That's how the OSP comes to that conclusion, which is something that uh, the OSP is interrogating. Uh, but then also, Elting, there, there, there are further details also relating to a bit more, and, 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 and it relates to the uh, issues surrounding... The first respondent, let us see, Madame Cecilia Dapa, and the yes. eight hundred thousand dollars, which is also allegedly stolen. Yes, of course. And if you, in the words of the OSP, the first respondent faint having no knowledge of and could also not attest to the source of the cash sum beyond the mere statement that her deceased brother, who she had stated as being the owner of the 800,000 US dollars allegedly stolen from a resident owned businesses. She later reconciled, recalled, and plead her constitutional right to remain silent by refusing to provide information on the ownership and sources of the amount of money reportedly stolen from the said premises and the car sum discovered by the OSB in the said premise. And the OSB again has attached evidence to back this uh, assertion that they discovered in their investigation. So, in other words, they then, for the first time is telling us that the Madame Sister Dapa pled the fifth. Um, exactly. she's not going to give further testimony and incriminate herself, possibly because, as the OSP says in this court document, she had originally feigned having no knowledge of and also could not attest to the source of the cash sums beyond the mere statement that her deceased brother. Uh, owned that money, right? That had been stolen. And then she was further uh, pushed and interrogated. The OSP uses the word she recoiled later. Mm. And then at that point where she says, well, listen, I'm, I'm not going to answer any more questions on this matter. Yes, Evans. But then there's the, the, the further, you know, uh, information provided by the OSP 
in this court document. It says the first respondent, again, the, the former minister, claimed in Exhibit 5 attached to this uh, you know, motion that part of the discovered cash in CDs discovered by the OSP in the said residence was proceeds from the sale of a Demarcare cosmetic business in 2003, which he kept in a home. This heightened the suspicion of the authorized officers of the OSP since the discovered city currency notes are in the new city denomination introduced in July 2007, and they were not in existence in 2003 when the alleged sale of Demarcare cosmetics was reportedly completed in 2003. So there's also issues about the money involved and when the money uh, came into existence. And there's, that's and the, provided and there's also by the OSP. And there's also more on this uh, Demarcare cosmetics. The OSP goes on to also say in the court documents that contrary to Madame Dapas' claim that this Demarcare cosmetics seized operations in 2003, the business registration documents show that the business was registered in 2018. He says further, the first respondent, that is the uh, former sanitation minister, was unable to provide particulars of the said business sale and proof of statutory payment in respect of the said business. I'll take Yes, Evan. So, yes, yes. In fact, uh, it goes on to make all these explanations and then also uh, uh, wrote in the issue about the sale of an estate by the former minister and and again the OSP says under the name of Nanaya Ode and the 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 sale is in reference to a Slits Boteman estate flat number BTOD BLK2 under the name of Nanaya Ode indeed the first respondent appended her signature on all relevant correspondence with the buyer under the name Nanaya Ode concerning the payment first respondent through her agent gave the buyer uh, bank account, the account number is provided. It was only at a point of payment at the bank that the agent of the first respondent revealed to the buyer that the true identity of Nana Yahweh was actually the first respondent into whose account payment of the purchase price of 117,000 Ghana was being made and effected. A copy of the investigation statement of the buyer in question has also been attached by the OSP. This also goes on, so there's also a transfer of about 140,000 uh, Ghana cities into the first respondent bank account details provided as payment for uh, the SNET Boteman sale account uh, on January 17, 2018. There's a very important part that also uh, comes to light in this. We've reported a lot about the Sicilian deceased brother and how, in the former, in the initial police report, it had been said there that the money, some part of the monies that were found in a home belonged to this deceased brother. But also this time in this court documents, we're learning that apparently, and from the evidence that they... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, 
TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. SPs providing and putting before the courts monies in the Dead Brothers bank accounts were being transferred to Madame Cecilia Dapaya's account even at the time when his death had, had been uh, confirmed and was still uh, deemed deceased. Yes, if you go through the statements, there's analysis of the statement in a first respondent's bank account is highly suspicious transaction involving the name of the first respondent deceased rather Nana Akwesi Isan the second. The said Nana Akwesi Isan died in January 2022. And there is no record domiciled at the financial institution of, of probate or letters of administration granted to personal representatives. Strangely, according to the OSU, there are active transfers from the deceased bank account to that of the first respondent's bank account. Details are again provided. As recent as, as 19 September 2022, and May 23rd, 2023, an amount of 10,450 Ghana cities, as well as an amount of 11,284 Ghana cities, respectively, were transferred supposedly by the deceased brother to the first respondent. And the analysis again conducted on the first respondent bank account, dollar uh, account, reviewed the following payment transactions into the account which are unsupported by the first respondent disclosed lawful income. Deposit of 130,000 uh, US dollars by the first respondent on November 22nd, 2016. A transfer of 100,000 US dollars by the first respondent on the 29th of June, 2023. And they've attached uh, the SBS as well. And uh, they've, they've done their own analysis and gave the conclusion uh, that it revealed that the following transaction unsupported by the first respondent disclosed lawful income and they've given a breakdown of some additional two payments in a sum of 75,000 Ghana cities, 54,000 Ghana cities respectively made by check deposits into the first respondent's bank account and another 100,000 Ghana cities also made into the respondent bank accounts and also within a period of five months precisely on the 16th of August 2022 and 25th January 2023 Transfer by the first responder from this account of the sum of 300,000 Ghana cities, 350,000 Ghana cities, this is 150,000 Ghana cities. Mm. I mean, one thing is very clear in this latest court document filed by the OSP. He's gone into great debt, providing details that were not in his first attempt to have the accounts that he's already frozen confirmed. I want to bring in lawyer uh, Bobby Bunsen now uh, into the conversation, considering that this is the second attempt now that OSP is making uh, to get the court to confirm the seizure uh, of the property and the freezing of the accounts. Mr. Bunsen, thanks for your time here on, on Top Story. Uh, it, clearly, the OSP is providing greater detail in, in this latest attempt. Considering that he lost the first attempt, it, it, as far as the procedures are concerned, 
does it make any difference that now he's attaching a bit more meat, a bit more detail to this application before? Hello, Ivan. Yes, Mr. Bansi. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes, can you just, I lost you for a second. Yes, when you I'm, I'm, I'm just asking, I mean, on the, on the face of the document before the court, the OSP yes. is clearly providing greater detail uh, yes. compared to the first attempt he made. Yes. I, I'm just curious on the procedures, uh, considering that he lost the first attempt. Does it make any difference that now he's adding a bit more meat? Well, um, good evening to you and thanks for the opportunity. Procedurally, he can still have a second bite at the cherry. Uh, because the, this, the application that he filed was not dismissed on the merit to that extent. I think the judge mainly rested um, his decision on the fact that he had filed out of time. That is one. Two, in such matters, a court does not become fontus officio in uh, delivering what may generally be called interlocutory decisions, so that the court has not finally determine whether um, 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 Madame Cecilia Dapai is guilty of all the allegations that the OSP trained at her. You know, at this stage, OSP is seeking a confirmation order to enable the OSP continue its investigations. So it is not as if that charges have been brought against her by the OSP yet. If my memory serves me right, in the, uh, the evidence that was attached, the exhibits that were attached, were the charge sheet by the police, not against the OSP, but to the persons who, were, who had allegedly stolen the money from Madame Zizia So let's make that distinction. At this stage, the OSP has not yet charged, but is asking for confirmatory orders to enable the office complete their investigations and then prefer the necessary charges. So everything that the OSP has deposed to in the affidavit in support of this application is an attempt to establish what the lawyers will call a prima facie case to show that the OSP's attempt to... Hello? Evans, can you hear me? I can, yes. Okay, to show, to demonstrate that the OSP's uh, seizure of the account is not something that is fanciful, that is being done without any merit, and that he thinks that on the face of the documents that he has or on the face of the preliminary investigations he has conducted, there is sufficient evidence for him to suspect that if he probes further, he may have more evidence to be able to prefer charges against Madame Cecilia Dapa. Of course, the application is on notice. And so Madame Cecilia Dapa's lawyer would have an opportunity to respond, to, to displace that presumption that okay if you on the face of it you have used this name you have received money from this account the burden will shift on you to show that oh it wasn't me or these are the justification if the judge looks at it at, at the document that have been presented and in the opinion of the judge the judge feels that there is no prima facie case the judge has the jurisdiction to refuse the application or make grant the application. Mind you, every application, when there's an affidavit in support or in an opposition, the deponent may be cross-examined. So I'm looking at a situation where the lawyers for Madame Cecilia Dapa may decide to exercise their right to cross-examine the deponent 
of the affidavit filed by the OSP, possibly to punch holes into them. Even, even though this is just an attempt yeah. to get a call to confirm the seizure? Yes. Is that Once allowed? Application, yes. It can, it can, it can, they can, we can have, um, um, for, for lack of a better word, I would say a mini trial based on that application because the affidavit is, is, is sworn evidence, a sworn testimony. It's as if the, the person who signed the affidavit is in the witness box. And so if the lawyers for Madame Cecilia Dapa or Madame Cecilia Dapa has the strong view that cross-examining the deponent will expose the inconsistencies in the document, they may decide to exercise their constitutional right to do so. If Madame Cecilia Dapa deposes to an affidavit in opposition, then the OSP's office may also decide to exercise their jurisdiction to do, uh, sorry, their right to cross-examine the deponent. But at this stage, the OSP's attempt is to establish a prima facie case to show that the freezing of the account has some basis, even though it is not concluded, it has not concluded its investigations yet. There is enough basis to hold on with the, with the monies or the properties that they think is tainted and then complete their investigations to enable them develop it further. And, 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 and I and wonder then if it may become relevant. Uh, in this particular case, considering what the OSP did in complying with the first court order that, that they lost, which is that release the funds and release the property and defreeze the funds in the account. The OSP did so, but immediately uh, reconfiscated the assets and froze the account again. In other words, they got them to sign, but they didn't actually take possession of the property. May that become an issue in court? I do not see how that becomes an issue. The court order, the previous order, was in response to an application that had been, that had been filed by the OSP's office. The court dismissed that application, but the court did not restrain the OSP from conducting further investigations. And so, for instance, if, 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 if uh, today a police or the OSP's office thinks that um, I, I hold tainted property, I go to court and I do not go to, I have not been charged with stealing as a public officer, as it were, but the OSP goes for this interlocutory measures. The outcome of the interlocutory measures does not create what the lawyers will call uh, estopel or res judicata because the court had not determined whether or not Madame Cecilia Dapa is guilty of any charge. Remember, the OSP had not preferred a charge against Madame Cecilia Dapa at that stage. So if the OSP had preferred a charge, had actually charged Madame Cecilia Dapa, gone to court, and the court had dismissed the criminal case against Madame Cecilia Dapa, then the OSP could not have reinstituted the action uh, with further evidence. That one would have constituted that the in criminal parlance they say you do not vest a, a suspect twice. So that would not have been possible. But in this case, it was only an interlocutory step taken. And a ruling in an interlocutory step does not create that res judicata because it does not tie the OSB hands from going back, doing their homework well, and then instituting the investigations again. Um, Bobby Bansi, thank you very much. And we look forward to this actually being heard in court. And you can trust that will bring you all the latest as that happens before the court. This is Top Story News tonight in a minute. Ever visited a shop, picked a 